Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. First and foremost, I hope you are doing well. I hope you are having an amazing day. I hope you're having an amazing week. We are now in quarter four, the end of the year, and now is the time to bang out any of those things that you have been putting off because of COVID, anything that you have been denying yourself. Now is the time to go out there and make it happen right after you listen to this episode. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about the power of celebrity. So over the past couple of months, a lot of the episodes that I've done here have been about our platforms, the power of our platforms, the power of using our voices. And the closer we get to the election, if you haven't voted yet, Go out and get it done, P.S., because I've been hearing a lot of people saying that the election, it starts on November 3rd. And no, the election ends November 3rd. We are in the election now. It is happening. Most places, I think everywhere, are doing mail-in ballots. There are so many states. Check out if your state, if you are able to vote early. I voted three weeks ago. It took me three minutes. So if you have not gotten it done yet, go and get it done. So we are just a few short weeks away, less than two weeks away at this point of finding out the results of the election. The election will be over then. It is currently happening. In two weeks, we will find out the results of the election. And as a result, we're getting really political. And there are a lot of celebrities now using their platforms to speak about the importance of voting and how your vote matters, how you can go about voting, how you can go about registering to vote. And that's all fine and good. But it has always just struck me as a little weird, the power we give celebrities, especially celebrities. We give them this power when they are they are entertainers. So they don't have any experience in the realm of maybe fitness, in the realm of fashion, in the realm of science, politics, medicine. So many industries, we look to these people to be the voice of the community, the voice of these industries. We look to them as if their opinion matters when they've expressed inability that is outside of their expertise. So this is not me saying that celebrities should not have a voice because they're not experts. LeBron James, for example, he is a basketball player. Everybody knows who LeBron James James is. He's a basketball player by profession, by trade, that is his skill set. But he has also launched so many nonprofits. He's opened up a school. He's doing a lot of work right now and bringing light to issues using his platform, using his voice. And that is amazing. There's so many entertainers out there who are using their platform for better and to get a positive message out there. But as I've been thinking about this, I've been seeing comments on certain, so there there are certain things going on in our world now. If you do not know what's going on in Nigeria about the end SARS movement, I encourage you to get informed There are so many websites that you can go to. A simple Google search will get you started in the right direction. There are certain 
issues going on that people are unaware of if a celebrity doesn't talk about it or they don't have value to people or they don't have weight until a celebrity talks about it. For example, Beyonce, a lot of people, a lot of Nigerian influencers and a lot of people were calling out Beyonce to speak on something, to speak on this, not something, specifically to speak on the NSARS movement that is going on right now. And I understand why they called on her to say something. Her Blackest King was heavily influenced by Nigerian culture. She worked with a lot of Nigerian influencers, artists, models, talent, dancers. There were so many Nigerian. There was It was a very heavily African aesthetic influence and Nigerian. I'm, I'm Nigerian myself, so I saw a lot of different culture elements of my culture in there. So a lot of people called on Beyonce to say something. And I think that... It's fair, but at the same time, there are so many other activists, people who activism is their life's work, and they've been doing this work forever. That's their profession. Beyonce is not an activist. That's not her. Beyonce is not a professional activist. So why are we calling on Beyonce to speak about something as if it only matters if Beyonce said something? And I think that this I see this thread a lot in the Black community, and it made me think of something Malcolm X said, and whatever your feelings on Malcolm X are, they're your feelings, but he has some quotes that if you didn't know that he said these things in the 1960s, they would be applicable. You would think that he said it here in the 2000s, 2000. 10, 2020, right now, everything that is going on. And so the reason why I brought Malcolm X up and what he has to do with this episode today and what his his comment has to do with my thoughts on the Black community is, very simply put, he had this quote that has just make, been making me think a lot. and It's really bothered me a lot. And I was like, okay, well, I've been thinking about it. I'm going to do an episode about it. And very simply put, his quote was, it was speaking to how Black celebrities, we view them, we put them on this pedestal to be the voice of our community, and we give them so much weight. We give what they say so much weight, even if they do not have any experience in the field of what they are talking about. So... Malcolm, let me just get to the quote, and then we can further break it down. So he made um, he made this quote. He was being interviewed at UC Berkeley. This was back in 1963, and the quote was, "Show me in the white community where a singer is a white leader, or a dancer, or a trumpet player is a white leader. These aren't leaders. These are puppets and clowns that have been set up." over the black community by the white community and have been made celebrities. And usually they say exactly what they know the white man wants to hear. And that was very profound to me. And it was profound to me on different levels. So do I think Beyonce is a puppet by the white man? No. Do I think LeBron James is a puppet? No. I think that these are people with their own ideas and their own thoughts, opinions, feelings. They are seeing what's happening in their community and they are trying to be a voice in a way in which they can most effectively make change. 
And so we have put them on this pedestal as a society. We have put them on a pedestal because of a talent they have and a skill they have. And then they've used that pedestal, they've used that platform to go beyond being entertainers, to go beyond being an athlete. And I'm only bringing up LeBron James and Beyonce in this context because they're ubiquitous. They are universal. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, but these are not the only celebrities that I'm talking about. And I don't even want to limit it to the Black community because I feel in general, in America, we live in a society that upholds, that worships, that idolizes celebrities. And it's always been very disturbing to me. I did not grow up in an environment where I idolized any celebrity. I didn't grow up in an environment where I stand anybody. Um, you know, I loved I loved Britney Spears when I was younger. And I, you know, would buy, my dad, my parents would buy her albums, but it was by no means that I put her on this larger than life pedestal. It was celebrities were not my idols. People in the community were my idols, my aunts, my uncles, my parents, people that I could look up to in my own personal daily life and see the changes that they were making or see the things that they were doing and be inspired by them. So when I see people go beyond a like of a certain celebrity or a certain artist or a certain basketball player, and it goes to this level of idolization, that it's never clicked for me. It's never connected for me. And unfortunately, because of the society that we live in, we give these people an undue amount of power to sway our thoughts, to sway our feelings, or to talk about something. So if we look to them to be the gauge of whether we're going to talk about something, what we're going to feel about it, how we're going to express ourselves, instead of looking to our peers to talk about things, to be inspired by, to be motivated by. And coming back to the Malcolm X quote, that is so important to me because, again, we are existing in a very politically charged time. And I just saw, I, you know, I do my Googles, I do my reading, I'm trying to, this is like a kind of a separate topic for a separate day, but I've really been trying to distance myself and disconnect from the 24 hour news cycle that we found ourselves in. This election has been super, just super contentious. I feel like this energy of discord, discontent, we've got COVID, we've got just a lot of things happening right now. And I feel like people are on edge and I feel like being plugged into this like 24 seven news cycle where you just turn on the TV or you hop on the internet and every negative thing is available at your disposal and you can dissect so many things. I know that to me, it's been a cause of anxiety for me and it's something that has impacted my mental wellness. So I've decided to check out from it and just kind of distance myself from it. So this morning I hopped on, I did my, the New York Times is great at this. If you subscribe to their website, they'll give you like kind of just news that the top headlines, things that are going on, news that you can use basically. And I absolutely love that. And then they're just like some different titles you get like scrolling through social media. And so anyways, all of this to say, let me bring it back to what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so I saw that Ice Cube was working with the 
Trump administration supposedly on a platinum plan. I didn't read too much into it. And then I also saw that P. Diddy, I don't know, Puff Daddy, I don't know what he's calling himself these days, Sean Combs, (laughs) he has decided to make his own political party. And so reading both of those things, specifically the latter, if I decided I wanted to make my own political party, I think I probably, as someone who has a degree in political science and international studies, I think I would be more equipped to form my own political party. But people would be like, nah, we're not going to, we don't know this chick really that well. We don't know what she's about, man. But someone like P. Diddy, who has no degrees, no experience, has maintained up until this point that I have seen, I've never seen him maintain any type of interest or see him express any interest in the political social atmosphere before of my conscious existing existence. Just because I didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I regard myself as a fairly well-read person. So I'm going to confidently say I'm 78% sure (laughs) I have not seen him tapped into the political atmosphere or working with any kind of activist or doing any type of work that would make him equipped to launch his own political party. But as soon as that news comes out, everyone's like, yeah, this is fantastic. We're going to jump on board with this. And it's like, what gives you, other than the power of your celebrity, the skills to do something like that? And here's the thing. I I don't want to sound elitist or classist or sound like I'm saying that someone has to have an education in one specific thing to have an opinion about that specific thing. I'm not trying to say that at all. I have opinions about plenty of things that I have not taken a single class in, but that's just my feeling about it based on an experience I have. But here's the thing. We are in, an example, what we're existing in right now. I am not an epidemiologist. I don't have any background in infectious diseases. I do not have any research in that, whatever, any experience. Dr. Fauci, however, his entire life's work as a public servant has been dedicated to studying infectious diseases and their spread and how to combat them. So if Dr. Fauci says, wear a mask to prevent this, I'm going to wear a mask to prevent it. I'm not going to go with my feeling because feelings are not facts. And this man has the facts and I only have my feelings. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shove my feelings aside and put on the mask and listen to the experts. And that is so frustrating to me because then you have these celebrities, these people who are anti-something or pro-something with zero experience whatsoever, but their voice rises to the surface because of their celebrity, because of the influence that we have give them, given them, the platform that we have given them. And this is why it is. I talk so much about the platforms we have. I talk so much about being inspired by the people around you, learning from the people around you, leaning on the people around you, amplifying the voices of people in your own community. 
that are doing the work and that can make change because that's where we're going to have the most impactful change. And I want us to get away from, and I think that coronavirus, I think one of the things that we've seen come from it is that it's been the great equalizer. So all of these celebrities and all of these influencers and all of these, you know, I hate to call anyone like Z-list or D-list. I think terms like that are really rude. And I don't think that we need to be rating people on that level. I think it's very unnecessary. But because that rating exists, I'm going to kind of use it. So, you know, your reality TV stars, just these people who have been given a platform because of whatever they're involved in, whatever reality TV show, whatever movie, whatever art they're in, athlete, Instagram model, I don't know, whatever platform that they have. We need to be careful about who we give platforms to, what we co-sign, what we follow, even what we like on Instagram, who we follow on Instagram. Because this follows thing is very interesting, right? There are all these people who can buy fake followers, but with those followers brings you influence, it brings you visibility, and it brings you power in a way. And I read about this concept of like hate following people where you don't like someone, but you're following them on Instagram anyway, just to keep up with what they're doing to snark on whatever. And I want, if you do that, I want you to think about the fact that your follow is a dollar in their pockets, right? So there's this algorithm and it says that every, for every single follower, someone on Instagram, that's how much they make from a follower, basically. So right now, I think I'm sending it somewhere 2,900, 3,000. I don't know, some some followers like that. So hypothetically speaking, if I was an influencer and I was doing this full time for work, I would be broke as hell because I would only be making like (laughs) $2,900 based off of my followers. But you understand what I'm saying. So with all of these like bigger people that we give platforms, right? Not only are we putting money in their pockets, we're giving them influence, we're giving them a voice. So be very careful who you're giving a voice to, who you're giving influence to, and how you're assisting with that. And you are assisting with that in your likes, you're assisting with that in your follows. And we, more importantly, if anything I want us to get away from, I want us to get away from this culture of idolizing celebrities idolizing people who don't have experience in the things that they're talking about, or maybe expecting these people to say something. If Beyonce hadn't said anything about the SARS, what's going on right now in Nigeria, I don't think I would have felt one way or the other, because I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at Beyonce to save Nigeria. I'm looking at Nigerians to save Nigeria, but I'm also looking at us as individuals to put the pressure on them. So to call, to make our phone calls, to donate as much as we can. What do I mean by making phone calls? Putting the pressure on our congressmen so they can take it to whatever organizations that they can take it to and apply pressure on the Nigerian government. Hey, we're going to cut your funding for this, or we're going to push you out of that if you don't get the situation unlocked. To apply the pressure in places where it will have the most impact by using, by giving people the most support and putting our strength behind those people that can make that impact, that can make that change to apply force and make the change in the places that we need to see change. I don't think 
Beyonce can do that. I don't think Beyonce can call the president Buhari and be like, I'm not coming to Nigeria if you don't do. I think he'd probably be like, all right, cool. Like there's not much influence she can have there. But who can have the influence? Millions of people donating, millions of people giving their voice, their resources, using them for the most impact, recognizing that you have a lot of power. And I want us to stop giving our power away. I think that more people, we have been caught up in this society, right, of leaning on who has the biggest following who has the biggest impact. We have the biggest impact. It doesn't matter how many followers you have, as long as you have a voice and as long as you have a willingness to do what needs to be done and do the right thing, you can make in, you can make impact there. You can have the most sway there. I'm a huge believer in making changes in the places that we can most but also lending our voice then to where we to where we see I'm not an expert in infectious diseases. I know little to nothing about infectious diseases. But to study this, to impact this, I'm going to donate. That's how I'm going to use my voice so we all can make small changes and stop leaning on athletes, stop leaning on celebrities, stop leaning on actresses and movie stars and whomever to tell us what to think, to tell us to move, to tell us who to vote for, to tell us to vote at all. Like, that's that's sad to me. It's honestly really sad. I remember back in 2016 when Taylor Swift said, go, like, I think she made a post on her Instagram and it was simply something like, go out and vote. And all of these people were like, Taylor Swift influenced me to vote. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, what? If Taylor Swift didn't tell you to vote, would you not have voted? And does The Rock have to walk into your bathroom and scream at you to brush your teeth? Like, it's just incredibly crazy to me how we don't we have relied on these people that we've put on a pedestal for mostly superficial purposes to tell us how to be, what to think, what to feel. It's crazy to me. We shouldn't be relying on celebrities for that. We shouldn't be relying on influencers for that. And yet we do. And this is, and the reason why I said earlier, like in the podcast, I was going to speak, I was speaking specifically about the black community. It's something that we do. And it's something that bothers me within our community, because there are dozens of activists, there are dozens of activists, this is their life's work, Tamika Mallory automatically comes to mind. If Tamika Mallory was like, you know what, I'm going to start a political party, I'd be like, sign me up, sis, I'm ready to go. But P. Diddy, um, he's a music mogul. He sells Ciroc. He sells some flashy jumpsuits, uh, track suits that I'd wear if they ever came back in fashion. Like there is no sway or Ice Cube who could, who's talking about this platinum plan, but then couldn't even speak about it and couldn't even explain about it to Roland Martin on his show when he asked him about it. So it's like, you're telling me that you're supposed to be leaders of the community and we're supposed to listen to your voice just because you can rap or just because you know, what, what, whomever, um, yeah, because you can rap or you can sing or you can dance or you can kick a ball. Like, I don't see that in other communities. I don't see 
I don't know, Denise Richards, she's a housewife, I think. I don't know why she just came to mind. Uh, Denise Richards, I don't see her being invited to the White House to talk about poverty because that's not her lane. Her lane is being a housewife. And I'm not saying that you can't step out of your lane, but what I am saying is that pass the torch to people who know what they're talking about. And if you want to be involved, if you want to align yourself with that, perfect. Align yourself with that and make yourself useful in a way to amplify that cause. That said, um, just, and I didn't touch on Kanye West. I could talk a lot about him, but he's been, I know that I did an episode a couple, uh, a while back about kind of touching on cancel culture. I generally don't believe in cancel culture because I don't think that we cancel the people we're supposed to be canceling. And Kanye West is one of those people. So I just decided I'm not going to talk about Kanye West. I'm not going to give him any energy. I don't play his music in my classes anymore. I just, I don't, I'm not here for Kanye West. Kanye here, Kanye is not here for black people. Therefore, and it's sad because I really used to love Kanye West. 2000 Kanye was amazing. And I don't know what has happened to him in the past 15 years, but that's on him to decide. But, um, yeah, so just wrapping this up because <laughs> this one is a little longer than I wanted it to be and I probably ran, rambled a bit, but it's something that I'm very passionate about. There are celebrities that we give too much. We put too much on them. And putting that on them, I think for some people, they think that it diminishes any kind of work on their behalf. You know, Beyonce is doing the work and Beyonce is doing the work and I don't have to do the work and that couldn't be further from the truth. We have to be very careful about the people that we are giving influence, the people that we are giving a platform and just know that we have our own platforms. So instead of looking to see how, who was using their platform and then calling them out for not saying this, calling them for not saying that, focus on the areas that in which you can make the best change. You have to be the change you wish to see in the world. And there are so many things that I want to be different in the world. I don't think any man, woman, or child should be living in poverty. So that's where I give my energy to. I don't believe any man, woman, or child should live in a society rife with racism, rife with equality or inequality. So that's what I give my energy to. And in the areas in which I have no expertise, I put my energy behind people who have that expertise and whose voices are making actual impact. And that's what I want us to move towards. Instead of looking towards celebrities, look in the mirror and look, look within and ask yourself, what can I do to make this world a better place? What can I do to be the change that I want to see in the world? Who can I uplift? Whose voice can I amplify? Realistically, whose voice can I amplify that I know is going to make the change happen that I want to see? Be very careful of who you give, you who you put on your shoulders to give them, to amplify their voice, to amplify and boost their platform. So that's it. Let me know how you feel. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Are you like, Sasha, you're completely off base? That's great. I want to hear about it. You can drop me a voice note on Anchor FM, or you can hit me up on Instagram at Sasha Spins, and we will talk about it. Until next time, 
Peace out.